God damn it, they ruined the story. Okay. On three, two, one. What the fuck is up, everybody? Tony and Austin here. As always, it's the Great Girth Podcast. Welcome to the Wednesday show. Hold on one second. I had to burp for y'all. Um, anyway, <laughs> Austin, buddy, as always, same old question. How are you? Doing okay? <laughs> um, staying busy, that's for sure. Staying busy. I hear you. It's been a shitty couple of days. That's for damn sure. A really shitty couple of days. But same thing. I'm trying to stay busy in my own world, mostly playing like video games and shit. Oh yeah. Mm. On that call on that Grand Theft Auto Five grind, they had it on sale. So my little brother and I bought it, and just been getting dollar dollar bills, y'all. Oh yeah. Are you doing like the heist and shit online? Some of them, mostly, I have a business where I like sell illegal guns out of my bunker. So just been selling guns and crap out my bunker as much as I can. Nice. That's how you fucking do it, man. That's how you do it. Um, I haven't played it in so long. I actually have only played online a couple times. My brother, uh, Dylan, he's the one that had downloaded it for me and made me a character and everything. But I've only like played the campaign mode. It's like I've beaten the game three different times because I wanted to see each ending. The game is easy to beat. It just is time consuming. For me, it's probably one of the easiest Grand Theft Autos to beat, though. You just gotta know how to play it. Each one is different. I mean, yeah, they're all the same type of game, but controls are different. Missions are different. That type of shit. Okay, new new segment every time we do a thing. What pissed Austin off this week? Okay. I like it. And it's gonna not, it's gonna be irrational things that piss me off. Like nothing big or important. It's gonna be something that pisses me off, but it's like I have no reason why I should be pissed off. So I'm looking for a new book, and so I'm scrolling through, and I found a Tom Clancy book. Okay, and it said Tom Clancy locked on. Okay, do you know what picture is on this goddamn book called Locked On? What is it? An RPG. You can't lock on with an RPG. Like, what the hell's wrong with you? I thought you were in the army or something, Tom Clancy. I thought you were med- mentally retarded. Right. <laughs> now, see, see, I'll show you right here. Hold up. I'll say, this one's a pretty decent Tom Clancy book. I read it before. Sorry, I have one, too, called Balance of Power. Aw, oh, my Stephen King book fell off the shelf. Motherfucker. Now I gotta go behind a motherfucker and pick it up. Oh, my good God. Anyway, which one is that? Let's see. Locked, locked on, on with a goddamn <laughs> RPG. You can't lock on to things with an RPG. Let me get something straight, okay? You cannot lock on things with an RPG. Now, if you have like a Brower or like a BM, whatever it is, like one of the right. uh, one of the rocket launchers that can actually freaking lock on to something, make a lot of sense. This guy is mentally retarded. It's official. He put a RPG on a on a book called Locked On. <laughs> he had a, he played a part in that for sure, but I can guarantee you it was the publisher that was retarded. Well, you think you'd walk in through? You think he'd have like approve, like yes or no on the cover? And they said, "Yo," and he said, "Locked on." Oh hell yeah, a rocket launcher. That's smart. <laughs> what pissed off? Off as a fucking book. <laughs> Let's see what uh, what pissed me off actually. Oh, Monday Night Raw sucked. I watched it today, and I was like, God damn, I waited a couple days for this bullshit. 
Fucking SmackDown's been better than Raw these last couple of years. But anyway, that was pretty much it. Besides all the shitty news and shitty shit that's been going on, I was uh, thinking about renting a few movies till I saw how much they cost. Man, it's literally the same price to buy these motherfuckers. Like, you might as well just buy them. Time out. This is why Tom Clancy was never in the military. Oh, gee. I kind of thought you knew that. <laughs> he got kicked out of <laughs> ROTC. That's why he's writing the fucking books. <laughs> he, it's his revenge scheme, dude. I'm telling you. I just lost all respect for Tom Clancy. Mm. I kind of figured you knew, though, because, like, it's like that, um, what the hell is that called? It's unknown knowledge, I guess. Like, people kind of know it, but they really don't. So, like, um... Who the fuck am I thinking of? It's a wrestler. Uh, he was a drill sergeant wrestler. I don't remember his name, but he's not. He was never in the military. Right. But he said he was just for his gimmick. And everybody was like, what? He wasn't in the fucking military. Sounds like stolen valor to me. <laughs> right. I was just like, oh, people were pissed, dude. But it was kind of like, I'm pretty sure he wasn't anyway. I mean, what possessed you to be a wrestler after all those years of hard work? So one of the things we decided we're going to talk about this week is Tony and I are going to talk about ranking presidents of the United States. Which ones are overrated? Which ones are underrated? Which ones are some of the best to do it? And which ones are as useless as a tit on a boar? Extremely fair. (laughs) I think Abraham Lincoln's overrated. Abraham Lincoln talks about him. Abraham Lincoln is extremely overrated. He's not the best president of all time. He's probably not top five. He's only a big deal because of what he did around that unfortunate time. And don't get me wrong, he faced the second greatest tragedy the world the United States have ever faced, and he kept the union together. You know, la di da. Yeah, but a lot of really bad stuff. Yeah, well, I mean. All them old presidents did. That's why I kind of give liberals and leftists and shit credit for being like, whoa, he owned slaves. Like, yeah, see, everybody owned a broom back then, too. It didn't become a big deal until they realized that doing that was fucking evil. Not comparing the two. I'm just saying, like, right. There's, it was pretty much the same thing in a sad. Uh, I'm, I'm just not going to continue, but you get what I mean. <laughs> no, but. <laughs> I'm just going to get yelled at. Abraham Lincoln was a. He he did a lot of he had a lot of tyrannical tendencies, whether it was overthrowing state governments for his own use or um, right. imprisoning people without trial or um, it was a long list. So Abraham Lincoln, a really good president, but he's not he's not no. like George Washington. Who and people who say George Washington is so there are there are five pe- kind of people in the world. Yeah. There is, you ask them all, who are the best presidents of all time? The first kind of person is the person who says George Washington, who I respect. They respect. I respect those people. They're wrong. But, <laughs> but like, I can hear an argument. I respect it. He's at least top three for me. You know, he's good. Okay. Pretty solid. Um, then there's the Abraham Lincoln people who we already discussed are entrenched in Northern propaganda and, and like, America and 
Lincolnite propaganda and um, and are fully entrenched in believing that he was the sole fighter for the United States. And but you know, okay. Uh, then you have the guys who say Ronald Reagan, and they are they belong in that. You know that if you ever go to if you ever go to a middle school, oh, there's always that there's that little there's that I'll little <laughs> there is that little room in the back with the like special locks on it for the special ed kids. That's where That's the Ronald Reagan fanboys belong. Motherfucker! <laughs> I love Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan was a good president. He had massive, massive, massive. Um. He couldn't get taxes under, you know, under, or he couldn't get um, spending under control. He had massive deficits all the entire career. And, you know, the uh, the actual treason is another thing that kind of turns me off of Ronald Reagan. The, like, actual treason as committed by the Reagan administration. Then there's the people who say Bill Clinton is the best president of all time. Mm-hmm. And so, so while, while Reagan is in the special, Reagan kids are in the special ed club, people who think, um, the people who think that Bill Clinton is the best president are in the mental board. They're not even allowed to go to school. Um, They're the ones you can't trust along with your wife, kids. They'll fuck anything. Reagan's or um, Clinton's foreign policy was one of the worst foreign policies in the history of the country. Um, then there are that's one, two, three, four. Your fifth. Okay, there's actually six people. Because your fifth person is FDR. Okay. Retards. Um, that's all we're saying about FDR. If you think FDR is the best, you, you better just turn the goddamn podcast off because we're going to offend you today. Austin's like, you can kill yourself. <laughs> you can get polio and roll around in a wheelchair. You can catch fucking, yeah, you can catch some AIDS or something, shit. And sixth are group people who could list any of the, I can make solid arguments for anybody on in on the list, other than Jimmy Carter and James Buchanan. Damn, Austin had it laid out right there. I gotta say I agree with you, but we kind of have to put Obama on that fucking list. Well, right, so if motherfucker, right? If um, Lincoln and. Yeah, if Lincoln and Washington are like top tier, and Buchanan and Carter and right. are bottom tier, um, then next tier up is probably like Woodrow Wilson, Barack Obama. Yes, I like the Nixon and Nixon, LBJ, and Dwight Eisenhower. LBJ, LBJ, sorry. We gotta call this Austin's critical critical thinking of U.S. presidents. But um, but yeah. So like, if you who's who's your worst president of all time? In my opinion, the worst president of all time, I would say Obama. But it's a little typical if you ask me. It's kind of basic. I think probably Nixon. I mean given everything that happened and not a lot was done during that time frame. So, I mean, between him and Obama, it's kind of like a tie. 
Oh, it's Jimmy Carter. <laughs> Let me hold on. You might have explained it earlier, but let's hear why Jimmy Carter. Um, you know, I mean, Jimmy I Carter single handedly dismantled the military. Yeah, he cut military spending by almost forty two percent. God damn, I did not know that. Learned something new every day. Before George W. Bush, um. Um, he had the highest set of deficits in the history of the country. And he was in for one term. Not two. One. They are in hostage situation. A list of, yeah. A, a list That's the true. size of a CVS receipt of foreign policy infractions that were horrible. A lot of your problems you have in the Middle East, a lot of them, date back to Jimmy Carter, Dwight Eisenhower, and Linda B. Johnson. That makes sense. I mean, we still kind of have issues over there. You know what sucks, though? One term. Isn't that kind of like another way of saying you were that bad? You're one, a one-termer? Oh, yeah. He um, Jimmy Carter is Where does that leave um, Trump, then? Um, so I have to um, acknowledge my biases, okay? Before, before, before we go into the Bush legacy and the Trump legacy, which right. are going to be forever entwined, forever. I think I need to um, show my biases on my bookshelf next to my desk is an autographed photo. From Jeb Bush, and on the nice. and on the and on the opposite side of my office is a portrait of George W. Bush, Jeb Bush, and Daddy George Bush. See, that's what I'm talking about um, right there. Since I was very young, I have had a certain that's where I'm looking for admiration for the Bushes right um, kind of my whole life when I have imagined success um, and overcoming hard things uh, the Bushes are what come to mind people sometimes forget that George W. Bush was a raging alcoholic um, yeah. had, multiple, had multiple DUIs would crash out drunk in the street it's a hypocriticizer and um, was pretty much bound for loserdom. Um, but got help and found his way back to found for George W. Bush. It was finding Christ and getting his life together. A lot of people don't know that Jeb Bush was worse than George. Jeb was a drug addict and right. a drunk. And so he went to Florida. That's why he was in Florida, not in Texas. He went to Florida to find himself or whatever, and he found help and got got himself got himself right and became maybe one of the best governors the country's ever seen. So, um, uh, many people know that I've had a very tough um, upbringing and. Jeb Bush has shown that it doesn't matter what, how you grew up or what you are now. It's about what you can become later. And 
that's something I've really admired about them. So that's my upfront my biases on the bushes. Um, I could see that, yeah. I have been called a never tremper before. You kind of sound like one from time to time, but um, I wouldn't say that you're te- you are. You know, I don't hate the man, um, I, but I also don't blame people who don't support him because you know he claimed that their mom or their dad murdered people, or that his wife looks like a pig, or that, uh, or made fun of women who had previous sexual assault against them and talked about their periods on live television and said the only reason why they question them difficultly is because but anyway you know i get it the same guy too that okay so this is one thing that does throw me off about him in the past he said that his daughter was so beautiful that if that wasn't his daughter, he'd fuck her too. Yeah, that, I don't remember what year that was or when, but uh, yeah, he when he's, yeah, it's kind of yeah, he's like, Grab the pillow, honey, I'm coming and dry. Grab the pillow, honey, I'm coming and dry. Okay, hold on, were those many MMs? Oh, yeah, you got M- <laughs> some of those, I got those for Christmas. <laughs> Sorry, I was just, I saw that shit and I was like, oh, now I'm interested. Those are fucking. So my favorite candy. So I'm more of the peanut M M&M and M guy, but I like those too because those are perfect for it to go. Do you put that shit in your pocket on a business meeting or at work? You just pop the top. It's like a drug. So this isn't the this this container has been emptied like eight times. Um, for Christmas, Jesus. I went to Walmart. They had an entire case of them for a dollar a bag, so I just grabbed the whole case. That's pretty smart. I mean, shit. Damn, when dude, it, I really I love this new setup. Go ahead, sorry. So when it's empty, I can just refill it up. Nice. Bro, I love this, like, new setup. Chanel got me this as, like, a, a late Christmas present. Because here's the thing. My brother gave me a... Uh, a mic like this. Well, I had told you about it. I didn't have a fucking arm for it or nothing. Right. So. I had to buy like a whole new setup and it was like 40 bucks for all this shit, including the cheap headphones. But damn, I'm actually feeling more official now. It's not just like, you know, with some ghetto little mics like right here. <laughs> but yeah, so um, <clears throat> now that I've shown my, I think Trump is a C around a C. Um, I think policy wise, he's a B um, and rhetoric wise, he's an F. Um, I guess I can, I so I think that, it averages yeah. out to a C. Um, I think Obama is a D president. Yeah, he was a uh, fucking terrible. I think policy wise, he's a C. Um, rhetoric wise, he's an F. So he averages out to a D. I think George W. Bush is an a B president, an upper B, almost an A. Um, his big his big thing is oh we oh the Iraq War uh if that's all you can say retards is that so he threw a shoe at me I wasn't hurt by it so the president of the United States gets <laughs> briefings from the United Nations his own CIA FBI and Secretary of State they all come to him and say hey we probably need to invade Iraq he's probably got WMDs. I would be dis- I would I would be more offended if he didn't go 
than if he than it than the fact that he did. Right. Which hey, he did what he had to do. I mean, I don't get why people bitch so much about him, but. Then again, I'm not the smartest person when it comes down to it. Like, I don't get why people bitch about a lot of things. I understand why people don't like Biden. I don't like him for my reasons, but it does seem like you got your all writers that just bitch and bitch and bitch and can't give a straight answer besides, oh, he sniffs children's hair. Yeah, Joe Biden has been wrong on every major foreign policy decision in well, his entire life. Well, not to mention, it's kind of a flip-flopper. If you look at some of his uh, shit from the 80s and 90s and shit, he says some very very racist shit <laughs> but you have to really dig into that but um a few like little or known presidents who i think are really good calvin coolidge calvin coolidge really really good president harry s truman really really great president he's my my personal favorite for a single second i thought you said harriet tubman i was like dude uh, That's, not a president. <laughs> That's not a president. That's not a president. Andrew Jackson is a very controversial president. Uh, I think he was actually pretty good, other than, you know, the Indian stuff, the Native American stuff. I mean, to be fair, I'm going to say it. I don't care how much trouble I get in. He's kind of got the mentality that I have, which is, like, I don't really speak second place. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, then um, John Adams is another... I love John Adams. An okay like president. <laughs> uh, John Quincy Adams, the greatest secretary of state the country's ever had, but yeah. not a good president. Your knowledge spreads back fucking further than mine, dude. Holy shit. I gotta spend oh, oh, time oh, 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 and, and Teddy Roosevelt. <sighs> Extremely overrated. Um, like, trust busting and all that stuff, not really great thing for the United States government to be in. And then William McKinley starting a war on purpose because you want to get Texas. I mean, Texas, thank God we have it. The great state of Texas. We need it. The stars are bright. I fucking love Texas. You've been to Texas. I love Texas, man. Deep in the heart of Texas. I'll move in there when when I get a chance. I want to so fucking bad, bro. If I can find a decent job out there, or hell, if I could do this, I would love to live out there, too. I'm going to move southwest of Amarillo. Get me like like 130 acres and some cows. Yeah, dude. Get some McDoubles. <laughs> if some I McDoubles. hold on, if I'm in Amarillo, there's no way in hell I'm ever eating McDonald's again. Let's get that straight. Well, I mean, Whataburger. Yeah, I'm just saying you could definitely do your own if you had cows. You know, like your kids grow up and then they're like, Daddy, look at all those poor cows in the backyard. Do they even know what's going to happen to them? You're like, No, but I know what's going to happen to them. <laughs> They're going to be digested. They're going to go to the <laughs> chop house. Dude, my daughter loves the chop house. Like, to get off topic for a second, today I gave her one of our, my, uh, well, ours, ours, I should say, the little old mics that we were using. And I put a voice recording app on her tablet so she can do a podcast. Little does she know, only one person's listening, and that's her. Like, <laughs> But she was all excited because she just, like, sees me doing this shit, and she thinks it's the coolest thing in the world. And I'm like, man... 
If only I had not much support in the adult realm. Because <laughs> everybody has a podcast, bro. It's yeah. like, hey, Slim, I, I left my name, my number, and my SoundCloud link at the bottom. <laughs> That's how this is. <laughs> anyway. Well, we do need to do uh, an Olivia episode. I think it'd be kind of cute, man, because... Because she says some of the stupidest, funny things I've ever heard in my entire life. That's what I'm afraid of, though. I'm going to put her on there. She's going <laughs> to say something really fucked up. <laughs> Daddy so my daddy told said, you about black people. I told you that story, right, about the poor people at the corner? Yeah. Daddy said they're like stray dogs. If you keep giving them food, they just keep coming back. And I was like, that's not what I said. I mean, kind of. You're not wrong, but. Fucking kid, dude. That would be kind of hilarious. And then the other issue I have, too, bro, is she's kind of hard to understand right now. Like, I know what she's saying, but most people. They'd be like, what? Because kids in general <laughs> understand. Right. Oh, um, my. My, Go ahead. Sorry. My favorite story of some kid was we were rolling with my friend, um, Jamar. We're in, our, we're in our car, and my little brother Hunter's with me. And we're just rolling down the road. Jamar and his wife are in the front seat, and Hunter are in the back. And we're driving down the road, and Hunter go, screams the top of his lungs, Austin, look at that porch monkey. Oh shit! Jamar hits the brakes. He goes, "Whoa, what?" and spins around. And I'm like, "Hunter, where did you hear that? I swear to God, I don't say that." And Hunter's like, "For it this time." And I was like, "Hunter, you can't say that." He goes, "What?" Said, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "Look at that porch monkey." And there's a big, (laughs) and there's a big stuffed, um, like stuffed monkey sitting on some dude's hanging from some dude's porch. Jamar's like, oh, that's like Hunter monkey on the porch, monkey on the porch. Not a not a porch monkey, not a porch monkey. The cottage cheese story is pretty funny too. But uh, I can't believe that my little brother and my older and the the oldest sister, she's um two years younger than me, are arguing. And Ashley was, hey, let's talk about how, like, stupid Hunter is, because Hunter's, like, not very smart. Um, <laughs> He's like, that motherfucker. <laughs> but um, they were talking, Hunter goes, yeah, well, at least my legs don't look like cottage cheese. I freaking died. That's that old parent style legs. That's what our legs are going to look like. <laughs> Fucking kid, dude. That's funny. Then, then um, when he was like four, it was the first time going into the boys' bathroom. So I took him in the boys' bathroom with me, and I went and peed at the urinal. And he just looked at me like I was crazy. I, I was like, he goes, and so he walked out, and he goes, Austin, why did you pee in the sink? <laughs> yeah, homie, <laughs> there's people no, around us. Hunter, that's a urinal, bro. <laughs> that's where you're supposed to pee. Kids, dude. I remember. Um... This one specific incident where one of my youngest brothers went into a Walgreens with me. And at the time, he had a, uh, a really, I don't know how he got it, but it was a really like rare disease where you had to have a kind of like an antibiotic for it, but one testicle was bigger than the other. It was like inflamed. So he couldn't really walk straight. And he's like, wait, wait for me, bro. And I was like, bye. I'm going to the bathroom. And I'm leaving him. And he's like, dude, come on. Everyone. <laughs> He's walking slowly with a gimp. He's like, everyone's going to think I'm a handicapped, dude. And I was like, <laughs> you mean a handicapable person? He's like, no, I look like a fucking gimp. <laughs> I was like, bro, bring it down. Bring it down. He's like, you call me Wills, man. 
<laughs> well, there's this lady looking at us, dude, and she's like one step away from being on a crutch. She's like, she's like, yo, my my mom has got polio. Dude, like there's just some shit you don't say. Speaking oh, of oh, no, the be- go ahead. No, you're good. Go for it. Mine's something small. I'll tell you later. The best, the best, um, the best story I have though was when we were walking through King Supers one day, and. Hunter and I walked down the bread aisle, and like some, like two dwarfs or little people, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. What, Tony knows what story I'm telling. Uh, these dwarfs, little people, what are you going to call them, walk down the aisle. And Hunter leans into me and goes, Austin, what are those people? I said, They're midgets. He goes, Midgets? He, I was like, Yeah. And I said, He goes, What happened to him? I said, Well, if a midget touches you, you turn into a midget. That's why their head's so big. Because it was normal size and they got shrunk down. So Hunter is actively avoiding these people the entire time. Until we both turn into the bread aisle. And we're both walking down. And my little brother is crying and screaming. Austin, no, don't make me go down there. Don't make me go there. I was like, just stay next to the cart. And <laughs> they, they, they won't bother you. And we're walking down. And we get close. And Hunter screams and cries. And Tom's like, don't touch me. I don't want to be a midget. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell you the story about the nubby? The guy with the nub? <laughs> I might not have. This was actually kind of recent. This was like two years ago. But it was when I took a, a buddy of mine and his girlfriend to our community pool up here or whatever. Well, apartment pool, whatever. Well, we have a neighbor or had. I, don't, I haven't seen him in years. But he was, I guess you can call him like a witch doctor or voodoo something. I don't know. But one hand was definitely gone. It was just a nub. And nobody saw it, but he was always hiding it behind his back. And we were like, what the f- Okay, like, whatever. You don't think much of it. got a gun back like, there. That's kind of my initial thought. When he comes up to us talking to us about my buddy's um, gauges, and when we go to shake his hand, <laughs> he, he, like, pulls out the nub, and my buddy's like, oh, um, and he shines it, basically. <laughs> yeah, like, he doesn't know what to do, so he shines it. And I'm terrified, dude, so he comes to me next. I'm like, oh, don't fucking touch me. <laughs> And I was like, how do I revert this in like an instant second? So then I went, oh, sorry, bro. I thought you were going to hit me or something. And he was like, ha, 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 ha. I see you got jokes. And I was like, just can't stop staring at the nub, dude. It's like the it's like the Austin Powers skit with the dude with the mole. It scared me. <laughs> the dude with the mole. And he goes, mole nice to mole you. I mean, I mean, I mean, guacamole. <laughs> That's the funniest shit ever. <laughs> no, you said, would you like some shit-talking mushrooms? <laughs> Damn, I haven't seen those movies in years. They're making another one, dude, but it's going to be about Dr. Evil. That'll be interesting. There's a um, there's some lady on MSN, and she had and she had like a, a white frilly blouse and a, and a purple vest and a purple suit jacket. And someone goes, why did they let this lady on here dressed like Austin Powers? <laughs> <laughs> Or did I send you the video of the dude who goes and with the weather the Hamburglar and it flips over and it's this lady <laughs> in the in a black and white striped shirt, the Hamburglar, <laughs> and the whole and the whole group is crying. They're laughing so hard. She goes, "It's your birthday, so I'm gonna let you skip on past on <laughs> the Hamburglar." <laughs> That's fucked up, dude. You ever you see those blooper reels? And you're like, are these real or are these just like stage? But a lot of it seems pretty realistic. Like 
the infamous story about the guy that's like, oh yeah, I'd do, I'd fuck her right in the pussy. <laughs> He's been recorded the whole time. <laughs> She's just like, uh, oh shit, we're in the uh, fag capital of the world. <laughs> that, that's that one's my favorite. I ain't gonna I'm lie. sorry, this may be the last day that um, I am an announcer for the Angels. I'm gonna lose my job, but I don't give a shit. My boss I'm sucks pan- anyway. I, I'm panicking. I'm <laughs> no, don't job. panic. Yeah, I am. I'm panicking because I'm gonna lose my job. I'm gonna get charged. I'm gonna go to jail. I love the very beginning of that video. I want to apologize to you and to you. And they're like, okay, cool. <laughs> Cops have been called, bro. <laughs> it's too late. Like, yeah, what? <laughs> no, I'm panicking. Well, don't panic. Yeah, I'm panicking. I'm losing my job. <laughs> I showed that to my brother, dude, and like all the memes that came with it. Dude, the fact that the fact that he's like a like forty year old man, but he sounds like a twenty two year. It sounds like an eighty two year old woman. There, I sent the hamburger to you on your phone. Open that up real quick. A hamburger, hamburger. Hold on, let me see this shit. I don't oh, think we can end it. Any trouble playing this? So let's no. Um, this will be shared on our Facebook and our Twitter. If you yeah. want to watch it, we'll make sure. It's nine a.m. Time once again to get you caught up on your news headlines. For that, the hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> the hamburger. That's your birthday, I little pants. She looks like that woman you just don't want to piss off. Right. <laughs> She looks like she'll rip her weave right off and smack you in the head with it. Bruh. <laughs> weave. I got a story to tell real quick. A couple of years ago, uh, speaking of weave, I was with Chanel. It was when we lived with um, Inspector Gadget over in uh, Lakewood. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> we had to walk to Walmart to get our fucking medicine and shit. We're like at the crosswalk, and there's this big giant blueberry of a woman in front of me and she's like dark black bro she's got the predator dreadlocks and shit <laughs> but it was like a weave her weave was like it was all tucked in and kind of it was like hadn't been done in days for sure and i looked at chanel and chanel was just like <laughs> Don't you know say i was like babe i read this article online about how there was mold in this chick's weave <laughs> and the chick turned around dude oh she was pissed you know, like, it really hard it was fucking hilarious <laughs> She was like, you did that on purpose. <laughs> I was like, damn right, it looks weird. But I'm also the guy, dude, that... Oh, man, Austin's getting yelled at right now by his grandmother. We don't have a walker, no. No, nope. I've got a walker. They took it all back with Grandma. I'll come up and help you when I'm finished. I'm almost done. I've got a walker if they need one. No, like, legit, I'm not even being a smartass. Grandma! <laughs> Um, Chanel has an old walker they said we can use. Yeah, he can use. I'm sure she ain't gonna have an issue with it. Okay. My aunt has one. She's like right down the road, so. Oh, perfect, perfect. Ours is like, so we kept all that stuff um, after Chanel came home. Just, you know, in case. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I've thought about taking the wheelchair and going to King Supers with it. <laughs> Getting cookies and shit. <laughs> I got a brother that can act um, like full on, full on. Is it thick- straight retard? <laughs> full retard, dude. It's uh, Keegan. 
We can take him to the store, dude. He's really good at it. I've done it before, and people think that he's like legit downs, dude. It's hilarious. Some dude gave him a fucking sticker and a, uh, a lollipop one time. <laughs> downs. <laughs> I was trying hard not to laugh. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's just tears of joy. I'm happy to bring Billy out. <laughs> and he's over there, dude, trolling on himself. His tongue's all like, like that. Dude, he's perfect at it. I was like, oh my God. It's like, dude. Um, oh, no, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I don't have anything to say. Oh, I was just saying, dude. Like there was a time where we put him in one of the uh, shopping carts that had the little car in the front, and yeah. his ass fit in that, and he was like, "Yay!" <laughs> I'm gonna go to hell, but I'll uh, go fast. Like, I'll go fast. I'll go fast. Like, <laughs> fucking kid. No, man. man, you going slow. You're born slow. You stay slow. <laughs> That, that brings me to the next topic. I've had many people ask me this just throughout my life. And it's, I don't know why it's such like a severe question, but they're like, what would you do if you had a relative or better yet, a child born with Down syndrome? And my answer has usually been, well, duh, you know, you're going to love that person no matter what. Until I saw a film a couple of years ago. I'm not going to name which one. For those of you that are film buffs, you'll know where it comes from, but... My answer changed because of this movie. So somebody would ask me that, and I would tell them, well, what I would probably do is wrap it in a blanket, put it in the car, drive all the way out to, like, you know, the countryside, then open the door and be like, all right, you're free. Like, do what you want. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Cody's going to go on an impromptu fishing trip. With his son, they're like, hey, we're going to go have some father-son bonding moments. <gasps> no! A shark jumped out of the water. It's going to be like that South Park episode, dude. It's the Butters episode where the mom's fucking driven mad because she finds out the husband's like a gay bars. So she puts Butters in the fucking, like in the car and locks him in the seatbelt and then takes him to the edge of a cliff. And like, she gets out to his mom. He starts like, hey, mom, the seatbelt's stuck. Hey, mom, and the car's just going slowly. <laughs> Did he manage to survive too? Like the car just floats all the way to like Erie or whatever. He's like, man, I'm lost. Oh fuck, sorry. <laughs> oh shit. Hey, bro, you muted your mic. Yeah, it's one of the like funniest freaking that I've just started watching it now because of Tony, and it's 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 got a lot of really great funny stuff. Oh fucking South Park now is hilarious, dude. Like. There was a period where I didn't like it. Um, not when they first started. I loved it because when I was a kid, it was kind of hard to watch. My dad made very made it very clear he didn't want us watching it, so we were like, well, we're going to sneak and watch it anyway. Well, around the time I was in middle school was when I kind of started to hate it because it was when they were making fun of like the iPad, and it was like current stuff, but I was getting irritated because I was like, fuck, dude, it's all recycled shit. But then I kind of realized, well, that's the beauty of that show is they make fun of current events. And even now in the world we're living in where you can't make fun of anything, they make fun of everything at every chance they get. I don't know if I showed it to you, but there's an episode called uh, School Shooting. That one is hilarious, yes. dude. That one's so fucking funny. Everybody thought you were PMSing? He's like, everyone get the fuck down. <laughs> And they're trying to learn in class while the shooting is going on. Oh, shit. Nah, dude. That's so fun. I love South Park, man. They never disappoint. I've had a hard time with Family Guy. They were cool when they started. I just watched that episode where they supposedly made fun of uh, 
LGBT community for like two seconds. I don't know why it was such a big deal. It wasn't that impactful. But I had to see it, so I was like, oh, okay. They haven't changed much. See, uh, Family Guy's got to the point where I like, don't watch the full episodes anymore. Yeah. But the like highlight clips of the... Yeah, the punchlines and shit on YouTube. The, family Guy's still funny. I love... Like, oh, Family Guy's not funny anymore. Family Guy's still funny. It just, it's weird to me. It's just so dry. The but show... I like The Office, so, you know, same thing. <laughs> I was looking at that look on your face. The Office is a fine show. <laughs> no, I'm saying that it's genius. Like, Family Guy is genius. I don't find it funny, but the idea behind it, the way they write it, is super genius. It's just like South Park in the sense that they write it, like, right before they record and it's not just like picked out of their ass either. They do all these topics, throw them together. Like there's a South Park episode where they make fun of Family Guy. And this is actually how they do it. So they don't like, in the episode, if you haven't seen it, they put a bunch of funny ideas into a ball or whatever. And then they put it in a tank where there's like, I think it's seals or dolphins that they they, they decide what the topic is. Because it's a pun on how stupid the show is. But what they actually do is they get a bowl and they put all these like ridiculous words or topics into the fucking bowl, scramble it around, they pull it out and piece it together in a segment. And that sounds stupid, but it's actually fucking smart. If you can carry a joke that long, then that works perfectly. Right. I just, I never really enjoyed it. Uh, well, I mean, I did up until, when the hell did I stop watching Family? I can't even remember. It was one of those things where I just... I just kind of faded out with it. Like, uh, I did that with wrestling for the longest time. I was big on it as a kid, and I watched it, especially when John Cena was popular. But that's kind of when I stopped. It was like 2007, 2000. Yeah, right when I was like in middle school, and so I kind of just faded out for a while on it. Should I should watch it again because people still like it. So, you know, it's still around. So, six hundred dollars. What are you gonna do with your six hundred dollars? Probably going to cover on, let's see. So I took Thursday and Friday off for Christmas. The pay period for me ends on a Thursday, but then it begins on a Friday. So this week I've already missed Friday, yesterday, and today. I'm going to get paid for like two days of work. Ooh. Probably use that 600 to cover the next couple of weeks I'll have to use to cover this week. <laughs> hey, bought you a couple of days off, I'll take it. Well, that's why I did it because I was like, I just, I, I got to have this time off, man. With everything that's going on right now, it's been so fucking rough. And then I thought about it. I was like, well, sadly, we can afford it. And I'm not trying to put my business out there, but I don't get 600 I get more than that. Because I'm, it's a household with four or five people. Yeah, so, so you'll, I mean, get, you'll get six, 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 six. Yeah, wow. Yeah, dude, I'll get quite a bit. So it not only paid for that week, but it'll help me kind of play catch up. Because what's going to happen is, is oh, first so- off... Christmas. I can, yeah. yeah, dude. Like, I can almost guarantee we're not going to get these stimulus checks for like weeks on end, especially like us, dude. It took months. It took like two there, months. Do you you do a direct deposit? Yeah, I gotta actually go get that shit taken care of because my old bank account's like negative. So I'm yeah, let's let's get your thing set up for direct deposit. You should have it by the second week of January. Oh fuck yeah! I better go hurry. But uh, basically, everybody who gets direct deposit should get it by the second week of January. Oh, dude, I need to go cancel that shit. 
So I was trying to fix the direct deposit for that reason, and it was telling me online it wouldn't let me for fraud issues. And I was like, so you're telling me I'm fucked. Like, I got to, like, let it hit my old bank account. And like, well, what will happen is that the account is closed, it'll just bounce, and the check will get sent to you in the mail. And I was like, okay, I'd rather that because that bank account is negative by a lot. Hence why <laughs> I don't have it anymore. Like, I'm not even going to put a number on it, but it's, it's huge. I don't have it. <laughs> and that was just because of irresponsible decisions and taking risks to stay alive, you know, whatever. Irresponsibility. Um, what it did, though, for me is, yeah, it bought me time because now for these next two, three weeks, I'm going to have to use each check going forward to cover last week, the last week after that, because of these three days. So, I mean, it'll help me get caught up because that's one of the biggest things is financial issues. When you don't have that extra money, when you don't have money saved up like we do, and something like this happens, it screws you. Like you play catch up for a long time, especially big bills. I don't get my six hundred until after I file taxes this year. Ain't that a bitch, really? So I don't get. I didn't get the twelve hundred. I didn't get the six. I won't get the six hundred. Oh yeah, that's right. Because you were still. Um, I remember yeah. you told me about it. Yeah. So. My CPA and I sat down and we decided to for at the beginning of the year that I should file. I'm filing as a solo individual, so we do that. But there's a question that says, "Could you be claimed?" Right, right. And legally, I had to put yes because I could have been claimed. My grandparents ended up not claiming me, which turning out to be a blessing now. Well, yeah, um, given everything that came afterwards, yeah. But uh, they they didn't uh, but they didn't claim me, so they didn't get money from me. And they didn't get, and, and I didn't get money for myself. So when I file, so people who didn't get it because you were didn't get any money, you can file as your taxes. You could file income. You could file a yeah. I read some stimulus tax credit. I yeah. can get when I get my refund. I'll get my refund plus the twelve plus the six. See, that's going to be a big break for you. Seriously, man, I'm that buying, extra money helps. So I'm I'm buying a. Early nineties eco line van. Oh no! <laughs> See the right rapist fan on the side. I'm gonna make a shagging wagon. A shagging wagon? Hell yeah, dude! But um, so if anybody listens and they know anybody who's selling a 1990, 91, 92, 93 eco line uh, van, even late eighties, like 89, let me know. Okay. I'll be in market for a van. <laughs> oh man, oh, that's fucking crazy. You know what we need to talk about? What? The 88 drive-in is for sale. Are you fucking serious? She's selling it. Why? Oh shit, because yeah, that makes sense. She has, Dude, to, that's move. She has to move. That is so fucked. I want to buy it so bad, I just don't have any financial Bro, backing. I would love to buy it. Like, dude. That is the, the last drive-in we have here. That sucks. Well, she's selling the property and the drive-in. So, oh, well, one of two things the will happen. With it too. Yeah. Shit. So, one of two things will happen. A, someone will buy the property, maintain the drive-in, and keep the drive-in going. Oh, my God. I hope so, man. I would kill for that. B, someone's going to buy the property, demolish it, and put a um, warehouse. And I the unfortunate would, yes. part... The unfortunate part, what I'm hearing is it's likely going to be a new warehouse and they're going to tear. 
Oh my god, I'll cry, dude. So like, you know what I would do if I bought? Because I know a lot of the reason she had issues was she couldn't afford the new digital reels or the digital film with how they, you know, release the movies and all that. Uh, well, that was part of it. That was kind of why a lot of them shut down. I think what would be smart past the COVID bullshit. What you could do is if you bought it, played a classic cinema film. So give a good deal, like eight bucks for three already, old movies. We already have a um, digital. Oh, sorry. For those who don't know there, I work there and the lady who owns it's a good friend of mine. Um, there, She has a digital thing. They got that's, well, they finally got yeah. okay, good. So that's not been the problem. The problem has been. COVID's one of them. And then wasn't it like the issue with the highway? People were backing up right there to watch it and shit. Well, we were able to. She was able to fix that. Right. Fix that problem. Damn, they've been there forever. The issue was COVID. The COVID shutdown slowed her down a lot. She couldn't fit as many people in her lot. And the city was really not being fair to her. Yeah. So she told me that the the movie theater is still profitable. Someone wants to come in and still run it. They can definitely still run it. She just doesn't see a future of her living in Colorado or a future of her running the idiot driving in Colorado. Is she still the original owner or is she the daughter? She's the daughter. That's right. Okay, I was going to say, because that thing's been there forever, man. My dad was talking about going to it when he was young. Fuck, that sucks, dude. I love that place. That's I took Chanel there because I was the first and only time she's ever been to a drive-in. I absolutely love the drive-in. I um, actually wrote a short story based off of the drive-in, that, that one that I grew up with. Uh, it's a comedy, but it's about these three guys that find an abandoned drive-in. They're able to refurbish it, and they play only porn films. <laughs> and they actually become popular for it. But anyways, um, the inspiration from it came from 88 Drive-In. I was like, damn, dude. I love that place. It's the original screen, too. There's no updates done to it. It's not a fucking big screen. Because the Denver Mart one sucks. I don't know if you've been there, dude, but it's not the same thing. It's an updated screen. It looks like something you can get from fucking Walmart, basically. And the way it works, too, is it's so big, it's supposed to tower over all the cars. But the way they have the fucking lineup for all the vehicles, you can't even see it. It doesn't matter. Everything reflects off the damn windshields. And you can't take anything in, bro. You can only buy... From them, which you I mean you're not supposed to at the 88 driving, but it's common knowledge that they're not going to sit there and fucking kick you out for bringing in your own popcorn. You know what I mean? Right. The Denver Mart, though, dude, they don't play. Yeah, like they fucking will look your car up and down and shit. It sucks. That's going to be weird. So they're selling it for how much? I was going to ask you $880,000. Ah! <laughs> which wouldn't that technically be relatively cheap? I mean, with a house. And, yeah. But that there's a, fucking sucks. There's a how, bro. Could you imagine owning it, playing like Saturday is Star Wars night, two nights back to back. No, I guess like three now. But fuck, dude, you could do so much with it. You could watch the Great Earth podcast on that screen. <laughs> yes, that sucks. I'm really upset now. Damn, it's, I love the ADA driving. It is extremely upsetting. Bro, there's so much rich history there. I mean, and the uh, yeah, my first blowjob there, damn it. <laughs> and the the sad truth is, is that the city of Commerce City and the state of Colorado are responsible for it 
before it has okay. to move. First off, I know you live there, but cock is shitty, can suck a fat one. <laughs> Secondly, bro, yeah, Colorado, like, here's the thing, dude, they've never been fair to her. Everything that, all these years, the highway, all those fucking issues, it's always been something. But now, with, like, COVID, see, what's so crazy to me is I don't get why that's such a big deal, because if you think about it, people are supposed to be in their car anyway. I mean, you could still fit the same amount of cars in there. There really isn't, there is kind of six feet apart. A little bit, a little bit. But people break that when they go outside. So I can kind of see where they're like, nope, you got to start doing restrictions. But that doesn't make sense. They're outside. This is the weirdest shit ever. Whatever. So here, here comes a tiny rant. Um, the, the truth is that she's not the only one this has happened to who've had to close their business. Right, of course. There are one of six restaurants in Commerce City is closed because of COVID. Forever. Indefinitely. Yeah, I know. It's sad. I've seen a few of them. When the when the treatment is worse than the disease, and when there's double standards on what should be allowed and what shouldn't be allowed, and when people pretend to follow the science but blatantly ignore it and disregard it, and it costs people their livelihoods, that's right. on the people who are perpetrating not only the lies but the horrible policy that they're passing. The state legislature in Colorado is supposed to go into session on the 8th of January. Fucking polis. <clears throat> they are going to go into session for two weeks and then go immediately into recess for the entire for the entire month of February. And it's looking like maybe even March too. So the time when the state legislature is needed a year that is ridiculous. The, the, the fact that the state legislature, when the time they're needed the most, are going to go on recess is not only unexcusable, but it's downright evil. The fact that there are people who have put their lives, their money, and their families, invested them into these businesses, but are now being told that they're not even allowed to open them, let alone, let alone try to figure out ways to kowtow to the virus is garbage. We have all, in August we hit a record for the most suicides, drug overdoses, and oh, yeah. alcoholic deaths in the entire history of the country by August in a single year. By August, I'm not saying that 200,000 people who died from COVID isn't a horrible thing, but the truth is that if you're if you're under the age of 70 years old, <coughs> the oddity of you dying from this thing is so low. Rare. And I don't need people to come in here and say I don't have sympathy for people who have coronavirus. I know people personally who have dealt with too. it and are struggling with it. I do too. I know about six people now, actually. But I will be the first person to tell you, and I'm sure some of the people who I've tell you that it's not worth destroying the livelihoods of hundreds of thousands of people. Right. We lockdowns, so all this shit, dude. It's It was worse. Anyways, continue. And these governors, especially Cuomo and Newsom and Polis. And Polis started out as a really great governor in the way he was doing this thing. Right, right. But, but he's fallen into the same trap. That it's consistent use of um, pandering. 
to individuals instead of following scientific data. I'm sick and tired of turning on the news and seeing business owners. There's a woman in Los Angeles County who has a restaurant. And all she wants to do is open her restaurant because her entire family relies on that restaurant to feed her family. And they told her she cannot have outside dining. Right next to her freaking balcony is a white tent that some movie studio put up with a bunch of actors and extras sitting in it because Gavin Newsom takes care of his friends and doesn't care if anybody else starves to death because he because of his bad, horrible policies. No shit. You got all these politicians that are still able to eat indoors. And what the fuck is with the tents, dude? That makes no sense. You're banning indoor dining to go outside indoor. But I don't understand biggest, that shit. The biggest part of utter crazy hypocrisy is Governor Newsom shutting down all of these, um, shutting down indoor dining and outdoor dining and all these restaurants, yet he can go to one of the most expensive restaurants in the city that is still allowed to be open because they can afford to be open for the rest of all amount of people. And he gets to go have a birthday party there. Or Governor Han or Mayor Hancock of Mayor Hancock of um, of Denver, who told everybody stay home for Thanksgiving, but flew to Alabama so he could hang out with his family. Because he's right. more important than you. The mayor of Austin, who was on a live stream, Tony. He was on an actual live stream in Mexico telling people in telling people in Austin not to travel for Christmas or Thanksgiving. He was in Mexico, and he thought it was a good idea to start live streaming the fact that he's in Mexico, and then chastising people in his city to not to not to not travel. The audacity right. and evil of that. Well, you know what's sad, man? The fact that, it's like you were saying, there's we're being told what not to do and what we can do. I mean, what does bother me, whether you're religious or not, you couldn't go to church, but you can go to the fucking dispensary. Or you can go to the liquor store. Like, I don't understand how those are... You know what I mean? Like, I don't get it. I like both, but how the fuck are those considered essential? I don't get that. How is it's, fast food considered essential? It is rules for thee and not for me. And it's yeah. been the history of the elite in this country. I do as I say, and, not as I do. Yes, it's been that has been the mantra of the elite in this country for so long. And this is why so many people like President Trump. Because Trump tells it told Trump has told few truths when speaking. Yeah. But one of the truths he spoke was they hate me, not they hate they hate me. They don't hate you because you like me. They hate me because they hate you. And they do. And I'm sick and I'm absolutely sick and tired of it. I'm working with some people here in Adams County. And we're going to come out in a statewide effort to dismantle this bogus garbage that is going around in Denver and Boulder and Aurora and Thornton and Westminster. Where in Westminster, they're allowed to um, revoke senior citizens' um, water rights mm-hmm. or um, oh, yeah. senior discounts bump the water rates up even though even though a vast majority of the people opposed it. And th- meanwhile, they're pulling surpluses from the water district that the um, city councilors are magically benefiting from. They did it in Brighton, where they changed water rates. They're doing rates. that at Denver, too. Yeah, they, in Brighton, 
where they change water rates and magically these numbers, they skyrocket. The city's making tons of money, but no one can tell where the money goes. The Adams County Commissioner Board is giving contracts, multi-million dollar contracts to demolish small aluminum buildings to their friends. The, mm -hmm. the, the company was formed. They paid it to demolish the building. They demolished the building. Then they dissolved the company directly after. So you're telling me there's and there's no record of those at the Adams County Clerk of Recorders because it's gone. Right. These people in Los Angeles and New York and in my well, maybe not Miami and in Austin, Texas and in Maine and Massachusetts and in Boston, they hate people like us. Oh, they yeah, think they're smarter that. and they're better than us. But the truth is, they're not. They're a bunch of they're a bunch of pansy losers who can't deal with truth. Oh yeah, they, because they it can't hurts any truth. Because it hurts their sensitive little feelings. Mm -hmm. Because they because they have a guilt that's been indoctrinated into them since they were in elementary school. Oh yeah, dude. It's like my and dad I, used to always say: you, you won't defend your country if you're taught to hate it. And I know this isn't supposed to. And I know this isn't supposed to be a. And and this isn't a partisan issue. Republicans, you suck. You gave up. You gave up fighting for schools. You gave up fighting for college kids. They did you bend gave, over. You gave up fighting for media. You gave up fighting for these roles in large companies. Oh yeah. <laughs> Once you're and so some of this docs from TV, in my opinion, they gave and up. So, and so some of this is on you too. No, one hundred percent. There's. Both sides are to blame, and the way I see it too, man, is I know how shitty this is going to sound, but I've said it before. This virus was already out of control. We just didn't accept the fact that we had no way of containing it. But the response to it, the locking shit down, making people stay in their homes, canceling businesses, turning off their water, turning off their electricity, suspending their license, none of that shit was necessary. If we would have just accepted the fact that this was already here, and it was already happening. I'm pretty sure we would have thought of another way to deal with it. But we tried to what pretend. You have to do, what you have to do is you need to protect the most vulnerable in the population. Yes, we should have done that And let the first. young people who are not vulnerable to this thing get it, spread it. To, well, to yeah, all herd these, immunity. All these 40, 30, 20, 18-year-olds who are who could get it and have very few complications and then protect the people with pre-existing conditions and protect the elderly. And outside of that, there's no, there's, if I get it, I'm fine. If you get it, you're fine to be, there's a 0.0001% chance that one of us is going to die. And even then, man, with me having asthma and everything that I have, I'm still most likely going to survive it. I kind of don't see myself dying from it because, dude, I'm actually relatively healthy for it. I'm overweight and I've got asthma, but I don't have underlying. I don't have. I really don't have a weakened immune system, man. I fucking. I do two thousand milligrams of vitamin C a day. I drink one hundred and twenty ounces of water a day as much as I can. I don't exercise much, but I quit smoking. I mean, I don't have a condition that would really put me at risk. I would say I have a decent chance of survival. So at this point, I'm like, dude, I should be afraid of the fucking flu because I can die from that. But it's one of those things where it's just up in the air. You know, I mean, 
I don't get why we reacted the way we did, but a lot of it, in my opinion, is the government, dude. They politicized it. They used it. This was definitely a political pull type of deal. Notice how nobody gave a shit about COVID when the elections were coming up. I mean, it's funny, dude. You can go and do mail-in ballots and shit, but you can you can also go protest. You know what I mean? You can destroy shit and get away with it. Hundreds, hundreds of thousands of people. They didn't spread COVID, though. They made they made the curve go down when they were protesting for Black Lives Matter. But if you went to a Trump rally or any of that stuff, cases skyrocketed. It was completely political. This whole thing, dude, was used and at the expense of little people. And even then, man, people were fucking killed because of it, and we still used it. That's the shit and, that bothers me. And um, at the beginning... I completely understand that initial two week lockdown made a lot of sense. Stop the yeah, curve. Limit, which, limit, and, yeah. That, and that first lockdown was extremely effective. Ask New York. Yeah. Um, but the secondary, third, and fourth lockdowns, or the fact that California has never opened back up, it's ridiculous. There's no science behind it, there's no basis behind it. But yeah, exactly. That's that's my that's my my rant, it p- kind of pisses me off. And um, if you're out there and you have a restaurant or a small business and you're struggling to stay alive, let know that there are people who hear you. Um, I strongly recommend start reaching out on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram into your local communities. Get into your local folks, Facebook groups, and local uh, Twitter follows <clears throat> and start promoting your business within your community. Because when your community sees your face, when your community sees that you're a person, not just a business, a lot of the times they they come and help. Um, if you can do it, um, doing carryout special, carryout sales uh, have extremely helped a lot of businesses I've talked to and worked with. That's what um, they've been having to do, yeah. Um, so there, there are ways that you could you could do this, but I, I we understand it's hard. We understand it's hard. There are people who know that how, how hard it is. Your community knows how hard it is. And um, keep working. And we're Whoops. praying for we're praying for you every day because we know we know that there's some douche canoes in charge who just don't know what they're talking about. And we will. It amazes me these same fucking through. idiots that mock. You know, thoughts and prayers are the ones that are like wear your mask. But anyway, um, what are what is the likelihood of being able to go to these small businesses and asking them, can we promote them on the pack, podcast that they let us do our promoting in restaurant? Not us going in there, but flyers and shit. Do you think that's something that's doable in this time? I mean, a lot of those places I tried that in the past, and you had to have a contract with them. But I'm thinking about it now. There's places like fucking Starbucks and. Places that really don't matter to me, but they'll let you put up a thing on a billboard if you do like a sponsorship deal with them. I don't think that's a bad idea. I mean, it'll help us out and it'll probably help them out too if we have people that are actually fucking listening and looking to get an enchilada from some place else than La Casa mm. del Rey. I didn't say that. Um, but fuck that place. It's just an idea. Yeah, absolutely. But we're, we're coming on uh, an hour and 10 minutes. Yeah, it's a little too so, long for the Wednesday show. Um, so, but, but excellent. So let's start to 
thank you guys for for listening. Sorry, there were some good rants. If you wanted some good rants from Austin, this was a good episode for you. I know there are a couple people who who like to listen for high energy Austin. Um, Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so we have we had a political rant and a non political rant. So we got something for everybody. Well, that's essentially what we were supposed to do with this. So the idea of the Wednesday show was to be the serious episode, but it's kind of turned into yep. the joking episode. So I'm glad it kind of took a swift turn there. But anyways, um, yeah, we're, we're, our plan for Wednesday shows from now on are going to be more serious. Uh, we'll talk about more serious. Yeah, we'll political. talk about co- current events, and there'll be some political nonsense that gets slipped in, just because that's my job, that's what I know, and that's what I'm good at. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Go to Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and follow us. The red, the Discord link is there on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Get in that Discord. Um, tell us what you want us to talk about. Maybe ask. We'll, we're, we'll have some questions. But one of our Wednesday episodes up here soon will probably be a Q&A. So, um, Tony, I think that'll do her. Yes, sir. Oh, and also, guys, if you haven't yet, check us out at www.thegreatgirthpodcast.com. Again, you can check us out at www.thegreatgirthpodcast.com. Thanks for listening, guys. Austin, sir, I'll see you on Sunday. Everybody else, have a safe week. Please support local businesses. It really is a hard time right now, but otherwise, peace out, ladies and gentlemen.